This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. There's, that's a game. Have you guys ever played that like on a road trip? It's called like the oh, DJ Christian's game. Stick. No, basically like... I play you a song you've never heard before. Oh, uh, yeah. And you try to do like... It's called Hitting the Post. All right. uh, It's the top of the hour. Traffic's looking a little backed (laughs) up on the 10, but we hope all you country lovers out there are feeling happy, fancy, and free. We got more great music coming up for you. This one is a song called City Lights by the one and only Mr. Blake Motherfucking Rain. Try time so it's exactly <laughs> to the intro. That's great. Yeah, that the the professional radio term. Are we recording? Kind, yeah, but I mean, I don't know if I'm going to use any of this. The professional <laughs> term for it is called hitting the post. Hitting the really? Post. I actually I call. I was listening to K Rock late one night, and it was clearly like an a, a like. Early in her career, DJ, never heard of her. She's like, all right, blah, 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 blah. It was KROQ. And then the music started. And I was, I knew the number, 1-800-520-1067. So I called, she answered, which just speaks to how like low budget the oh whole thing gosh. is. And I just said, hey, man, you just hit the post like an effing oh. champ. And she was like, <laughs> she was wow, like, thank cry. you so much. <laughs> she nice. she was very appreciative. That's a but nice it's sweet. hard to do. I bet mm-hmm. it's hard to do. It's super hard. Do you hard. see it like on your screen? Do you see a countdown or you just have to know every I've song? I've been told that there are certain songs that have countdowns, but... Um, it can't I be actually, every single one they play, right? Yeah, I don't know. I've yeah. been inside, actually, a Christian radio station. Wow, brag. 89.3 FM, KSPJ in Houston, Texas. And they did have, at least at the time, this was like 2002 or three, they had a monitor that did have countdown clocks okay, attached to like the downbeat of the vocals. Not, yes. not even just like when the song starts, but the downbeat of the vocals so they could yeah. time it out. Oh, cool. It must be built into the programming now, right? It doesn't make it I any less think. hard, though, I think. To no. Like keep and finish a sentence. Even right if I saw it. a countdown, I'd be like, and then we got coming up. And the contest <laughs> will be here. Okay, well, we should, we should try that later. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> this week's been heavy, hasn't it? There's been a lot going on. <laughs> the world's so divided right now. There's a lot of turmoil. Suddenly divided. Here and abroad. It's never been divided until now. And uh, so with every head bowed and every eye closed, we're going to just kind of go around the room and lift things up to the Lord and and pray. And uh, we know that we serve a God that answers prayers explicitly within five to seven business days. It's going to happen. And if he doesn't answer our prayers, then we're not going to heaven. And that's why the prayer wasn't answered. So Caroline, we'll start with you and we'll just go around the room and people can pray as you feel led and then I'll close us out. So Caroline, if, if you'll lead us. Uh, Holy Spirit, be with us tonight. Um, 
You know, God, sometimes these prayers, they tend to kind of go on a long time. So I pray for the gift of brevity tonight for myself. Um, And I also pray for uh, my phone, which I left at home on accident today. I feel like I'm missing a goddamn arm, Lord. And I just pray that you just keep your eyes on it, Jesus, and protect it from, you know, the wolves, the slings and arrows of the devil, Mm -hmm. the enemy's attacks Mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. And I pray that when I get home, it is fully charged and ready to rock with um, homescapes for my nighttime relaxation. (laughs) Yes, God, we specifically want to pray for brevity, getting to the point of things, not stretching things out, not going on a tear on one particular thing. Mm. It was once said that brevity is the soul of wit, God, God. and you're a God that loves laughter. Holy laughter. You love having a hee-hee and a ha-ha. So we pray for... I feel like I can hear it right now in the room, Father. Still soft voice. Still soft sort of Santa Clausian sort of voice, Lord. And uh, yeah, we pray for that. God, please, if you can hear this, free chicken McNuggets for everyone worldwide. Just for an afternoon, a, a week, a day. Also, please give Jeff Bezos a sense of humor. You know, he's that wealthy. He should do something funnier with all that money. Change his name. Change his name to Tommy Football. I don't know. (laughs) Do something more fun and entertaining than shooting yourself in a rocket. Also, uh, just give me a million dollars. (laughs) Yes, God. Thank you, God. We pray for wealth Amen, distribution. Lord. We pray that for Chicken those the, distribution. That we pray for nugget dis- redistribution, and uh, we pray for the billionaires of our country because they're a marginalized group unto themselves um, because they don't have. That's a, true. They're a minority. They're they are they are a minority. <laughs> Threatened minority. <laughs> yeah, I'm threatening them. <laughs> and we do pray that you make them funny as fuck. <laughs> Because that would be fun. Wouldn't it be so fun? Yes, God. It would be and really I cool. I think, Lord, you would be well pleased if Jeff Bezos, as a joke, gave our friend Ben a million dollars. And I think that would be hilarious. And I think that you would be served with that glorified. glorified. I would I would tell Jeff Bezos right after that, oops, I accidentally dropped it. Can you give me another? <laughs> <laughs> and you would have to give me, he'd be obliged. I'd be like, you can afford it. Come on. Lord, I pray that Jeff Bezos would put a funny wig on sometimes. <laughs> Lord, Lord, I pray that Jeff Bezos goes to a wedding and at that wedding there is a photo booth and then in that photo booth there's a box of props and in that box of props there's a mustache and he kind of puts it on he's yes, like hey Lord. what if I had a mustache yes, like an old timey guy in the 20s even if he doesn't literally have one and you would just fill him with yes. that spirit in your spirit amen, God amen. and for all these things we pray amen amen and the tea is Yuck, hard. Consider the source. Hey. God, consider the source. It's me. I'm a fan of my mom. And that's a God moment right there. Fuck you. God damn it. I these are my MMs. God damn it. Fuck off. Now, now you go fuck off. Okay. God damn it. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have good Christian fun. That's right. That was a clip from a viral video that you might have seen. 
two years prior oh, to now man. it was That's scary it was two it was two years ago Ugh. it was october 2019 uh maybe <laughs> succession but what if it was m&m's <laughs> something along the, those lines is that by him uh it was yeah That's right. good oh, christian fun is the podcast where we talk about christian pop culture the music and the movies and the entertainment made for and made by christians but we're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church or temple we're just here to have fun and uh, what? <laughs> Your temple is great. Um, Either or. Okay, I, great. I even know where to actually. There's literally a temple across the way from my home. Have you stopped by? I remember having a really long conversation with someone I no longer speak to, in which we were both crying outside of it. Uh, but no, I've not been inside. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I didn't ask for a cry map of Why? Los Angeles. Just, we don't have 17 hours. That's my hours, okay? memory of the temple. <laughs> my foremost like association with it. That's what I think of. Let me see that. Uh, Caroline, are you excited for Succession to come back? Let's start there. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, yeah I can't wait. I love that it's coming back in October. I saw your tweet today about it. It's a spooky it. season yeah, show now. It is. And I feel like that show has always been spiritually set in the fall as well so it's nice to, sure. to be locked into that sure can't wait there's a good chance it'll premiere on my birthday weekend that's fun oh my god yeah. so. now does that make you believe in god yeah no that was what did it <laughs> that's today what you were waiting for the one and only thing how are you feeling about succession i'm you know listen i'm planning my q4 around it sorry we got a little <laughs> chomping in the room right now <laughs> yeah. our, our producer's he a little distracted today to town on this bone dexter usually on the ones and twos but today he's got a little toy and he's treat hungry. today mm-hmm. but he's doing okay yeah he's doing okay uh but we're not here to talk about dexter tonight we're here to talk about michael michael w Smith, place in this world. You recognize this song before, the song we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And because it was from A Week Away. That's right. Yeah, the movie we watched (laughs) a couple of months ago. And now I'll never forget it. Listen, but we're not going to talk about this song by ourselves or alone. (laughs) Our guest just got hella spooked by the intro music. Loud. We need some help, friends and folks. He is a comedian. You may (laughs) know from the Succession video or an upcoming podcast that may not be mentioned. Give it a hell out for Ben Kong. Wow. Wow, balloons, confetti. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, for me. Jeff Bezos. Hey, I heard what you said about me. I'm proud me. of A million you, dollars. <laughs> no, yeah, no, baby. just pride. I'm just proud <laughs> of you. Oh, no well, money to speak. Hey, that was a good joke. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was funny. So you want to hang out later? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Too eager to hang out with well, Jeff Bezos. I would Come on, Ben. Steal from him. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Cool. Yeah, he's <laughs> probably <laughs> flush with cash. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Pouring, out, pouring of out of his pockets. Yeah. Now, is Jeff one of those people where it's like, obviously, I think for the three of us, if we had the opportunity to meet the former president, we'd probably all say no, just given the optics of that. Sure. But oh, oh but, you mean the recent one? Yeah, the yeah. recent former. President. Oh, I would. You would meet yeah, him? Yeah, I would call him fuckface. <laughs> I would, I would, Dang. I would. I didn't, did you, I didn't think about the fact that I could call him fuck. Face. Yeah, you know, I would. Oh, wait, I would change the calculus. We had to be you gotta polite. gas him up, <laughs> gas him up, and make him think, oh, another fan. And then you just go. By the way, I think you're just a big dumb idiot. You big dumb Ooh, you, idiot. You know what I would do? Stupid head. I'd be like, Mr. President, I love you. You mean so much to my family. And then I'd turn around, and then I'd go. And I'd fart right in it. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, I would show him. I'd show him my. To ass never for say sure. verbally anything mean, but to do it. Via I didn't say anything. The, all the senses. Sure, you technically, literally did not say anything. Wow. Yeah, 
Um, but anyway, you were going to say we wouldn't meet Trump, but we would. Would meet you meet Bezos and just like have a one on one? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it'd be out, a trip. Hang out with them. Hmm. Just so you meeting guys someone do doesn't mean I condone them. Yeah. You know? Well, tell podcast <laughs> listeners that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, interesting. You guys are shifting my perspective on um, this. Have you ever met a problematic person in real life? I Shook their yeah, hand? Most of my friends from you. 2010 to 2019. <laughs> Very yeah. recent. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say 2017. Most of my friends until 2017. Hmm. 2016 sure damn do you do you guys like keeping problematic people in your life not to like you know condone them there's some you can't escape there are certain types of problematic there are different flavors of it there's a few i was actually talking about a couple of people today with a friend and we were he was asking me what i thought about them and i was like honestly i haven't thought about them because i haven't i unfollowed these people Mm -hmm. ages ago because they became alex jones you know, chemtrails, just smart. that kind of off smart. the rails. Enlightened. <laughs> Very smart Whoa, people. They woke too up. Too smart for me. I was just <laughs> like, what's up. going on with yeah. these people? They're too smart. <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's, I don't know, problematic Problematic as a all-encompassing term can mm. mean so many different things. Mm. I My answer is yes, a mixed yes. Yeah. Well, it depends on how like intimate you were with that person yeah. too, you know. Like, like if like you your best best bud. <laughs> oh, you know? if you were I mean, I have this <laughs> friend Harvey. Emotionally. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. What were you saying? Oh, about what your did best I friend? say? Yeah. <laughs> no, this guy Harvey. <laughs> is he here? A, is Harvey, Harvey? going to make right a now? joke about Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> oh, it's no. Not, there's not a good joke to be made there. Um, there's something about Jimmy Stewart's Harvey. You know, do you guys know that movie? Yeah, it's, the Imaginary <laughs> Rabbit. Yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Where it's Work like that. that's I mean, you two are the comedians in the room. Harvey, I'm sure you can figure you gotta, that out. Oh my god. Where's <laughs> <laughs> that somewhere? Yeah, so it's like Jimmy Stewart, but his imaginary friend instead of a giant rabbit is the like most famous sexual predator of yeah. our generation. The poster um, child. Yeah. Yeah, or reverse that. I don't know, somehow. Harvey Weinstein's imaginary friend is Jimmy <laughs> <It's>, Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm listening <laughs> now. That's, that's so, it's pretty funny that Kayla, way. <laughs> I think that New York Times mention is coming soon. <laughs> I can't wait. I gotta reach out to some journalists. Have you been mentioned in the New York Times yet, Ben Con? Have I? Yeah. I don't think I ever have, no. Oh. Wow, they're lost. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. is there anyone in this room has been mentioned? Even here? with the succession by Eminem's video? No, oh, gosh. Okay. Maybe they did. I don't know. The only I can't even remember what publications reached out. There was like one or two. And they asked me to like, so are, are you a comedian? And I was like, no, that's when I told them I was a stock trader. So the article, because <laughs> someone tweeted at me today, a friend of mine, and, and said that, uh, to quote, was LA-based stock trader <laughs> was my little, it, yeah, byline or whatever. it's so funny to think of like someone reading that being like, Shit, are all stock traders this funny? <laughs> they all need to make more videos. Is he just doing this as a hobby? I gotta get on stock trader TikTok. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. There are some funny ones, but Well, Ben, we would love to know your history with faith, religion, and Jumping religion. right into it. Yeah, we yeah, we'd love to jump right <sighs> well, into it. Enough of this chit chat. People don't come here for fun stock friends advice. having fun with each other or stock advice. They come here for trauma. Right. They come here for memories. They come here for 
Good Christian fun. Well, GCF. I will. Or I will G-J-F. give you a tease. I will have to tell you about the time that I was briefly a Christian yes. when I was wow. in like the fourth grade when oh, my yeah. good friend Damon Beck converted me. Okay, uh, but I was uh, born and raised Reformed Jewish mm-hmm. in Long Beach, California. What's the distinction of Reformed Jewish versus Reform? Is the is like the very most casual of casual, mm-hmm. you know, it's the, the flip flops of Judaism, the flip flops of Judaism, okay. exactly. Because <laughs> um, there's like Orthodox or Hasidic Orthodox, and then Reform. Okay, those are um, like the big three categories. I th- I'm sure I there's several. So. The Jewish Mount yeah. Rushmore. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's the three <laughs> Just of them the on there. Three presidents of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> uh, Homeschooling. Okay, get them, ladies and gentlemen, hey, make sure you get your clothes. Kids have the best education. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we went to. Uh, Temple Israel mm-hmm. in in Long Beach. In this place, it's been remodeled since, which is devastating because it has lost all of its charm oh, and no. soul. This it was a huge dome, um, and it's just super old wood. It the 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 synagogue was just like it was just a very Whoa. very special place. From the, the inside, the dome was made. You could see like the wood rafters. Well, the no, the wood was all like on the lower. You know the the floor, the floor, and the um the pews oh, and yeah. uh-huh. some of the walls up to a certain level, but the rest of it was like wow. stucco. But it was huge. It was probably a good twenty five, thirty feet to the Ooh. top of the dome from mm. inside. Tremendously big, gorgeous. Um, the whole place felt haunted because you know there was also Hebrew school there, and it was I think three stories. Um. Photos of in black and white of all the all the classes that had since come and gone and graduated and all the dead old rabbis and yes. stuff. It just it had soul and character and and I, now it's an AMC. Now it's an AMC. <laughs> yeah, and they have a, they must have moved the photo I'm booth. Go There's see a the photo booth over there. <laughs> oh my god! But I didn't appreciate it when I was a kid. I mean, I I, I knew it and I liked it. Like it smelled old and it's had the, just that. You ever walk into a mausoleum? <laughs> oh, brother, go on. I know, yeah. <laughs> just it like has the that like years mausoleum, of, like human activity yeah. in this room. Yeah, it's cleaned. Yes, but, you know, you just can't get rid of it all. It, the way. it was like cozy in a in yeah. a weird way that I can't quite put my finger. Was on. Was it a but... big? Uh, I don't know. If they, did they call it a congregation? Yes. Okay. Was it a big and congregation? It was. Okay. Yeah. Um, and my family, my so Jewish is uh, the Jews in my family are from my dad's side. And my mom's side just was nothing, so she converted, and that she like was a dedicated convert. It, she was into she it. did the years of training, and she years. went to Jew boot camp and whatever it was. Jew boot there was, camp. There's no boot camp. I'm uh, kidding. Okay. <laughs> but she did go through years of training, and then they they do a kind of version of of a um, baptism. You go to a place. It's called a mikvah, uh, where it's like a bath and you go in there fully naked and there's a rabbi who like dunks you and Excuse it's me? it's a whole thing yeah what in the mormonism yeah but she did it and uh we when i was when my brothers i have two brothers of which i am the middle child uh when we were kids we would go to friday night services every friday mm-hmm. and i remember always being like oh gotta dress up and go to temple but now it's such a precious memory because it's like my parents got dressed up. We put on ties and stuff. They wore their like cologne and perfumes. So there's that like the smell of that was soothing somehow. Mm-hmm. And we would go to uh, the temple in downtown Long, or not downtown. It's like 
it's an area called Belmont Shore, which is really nice. It's like a surfy, beachy community. Um, and we would go to the liquor store across the street called the Henry Market, and my dad would buy maybe one pack of Skittles or a thing of Tic Tacs and then just, like, open it in Temple and just, like, you know... <laughs> Beat us a couple. Redistribute the And it was so special because it was like, ooh, a little treat. A little secret. God Uh doesn't know about. (laughs) And he would always fall asleep. My dad would always fall asleep during services. Friday night nap time. (laughs) And then, I mean, it felt like it lasted four hours, but in reality, the service was only an hour. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And then afterward, we'd go into the big banquet hall, which was equally huge. And the Russian ladies in the kitchen would have they made every single Friday just a ton of pastries and all sorts of stuff and wow. they put out coffee and water and it was just a big like uh everybody schmoozed after that. You hang. Yeah. And it was it was a really special thing and like so many families went to these things. Mm-hmm. I saw all my little Jew friends and I feel like that was from a bygone era that just doesn't happen anymore. Obviously, I have no idea. You mean in the country it doesn't in, happen anymore? Because it, it stopped happening to you? Well, because like the 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 entire cast and crew has been swapped sure. out. Uh, the the cantor, the guy who sings, mm-hmm. is gone. The rabbi's gone. Um, it's just all fresh blood. And the and the uh, the the synagogue itself is modern and it's shaped like a horseshoe now so mm. you're like sitting opposite people and the pulpit is right in the center it's oh. just it's weird Church in and the it round. sucks what was the what was the temple called temple again? israel temple long israel, beach, long beach. Okay. special special place yeah 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 um, i feel like it's only as adults too where you realize like oh yeah the tradition of going weekly to gather with people yeah. of faith is not a boring thing no it's it like, is so fun it's cool you check in you get to know these people you had your friends who were like only in that space maybe you didn't see them at school yeah and like that is what community is supposed to be yes. right and not just like our loose group of five friends this <laughs> is what temple <laughs> is nice. and i mean it's a pretty building but I don't know if you're it able like to see. looks like a college campus now. Kind of. Yeah. Awesome. I don't know if you're able to see what it looked like before, but it was very different. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I would really, really need to dress up to go to that place. Yeah. It's, Did uh, it look like this before? Uh, no, that is the new one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're just the, uh, going through temple oh, pictures. God, I wish you could see the old one. I'm sure that there's probably pictures. <laughs> oh, was it this guy? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. There it is in black and white. Look how huge white. that is. Yeah. Gorgeous. That's more aesthetically pleasing. And like, that's not even, the dome is still mm-hmm. on top of that. Folks, you I wish you could see it. <laughs> it looks like Gosh. a really traditional, like Christian church. It kind of, yeah. A similar look. The organ in that thing mm. was like world class, yes. and uh-huh. the organ player was so good. There were some real. I'm not even kidding or joking when I say there were some bops that we had <laughs> oh, that yeah. songs that were like, "Damn, this chorus just the oh, can't And would it all be sung in Hebrew or uh, mostly Hebrew? Yeah. Okay. Can we get a little? A little bit of something. Uh, Come on. Can I talk to Hebrew cantor? <laughs> well, the, it, is and the cantor, no joke, was like an opera singer. Mm-hmm. And he would make his face. But what, just my, one of my last favorite memory was there was a certain, I can't remember any of the songs. I mean, I can, but I would have to like really sit and try to recall them. But there was one song toward the end. Well, you would do the death prayer at the end. Like, um, the to, final blow to commemorate, yeah. yeah, all the people who have come and gone and blah blah blah. God, give me a break. But um, 
that was always special because it was like, ooh, we got like 90 more seconds. And then the last song, um, everybody would, you would do arm in arm with really? the people around you and rock back and forth. Very special. That's nice. And sometimes like, camp vibe. when it was, uh, when it was, uh, it might've been just standard Friday night services or maybe it was like once in a blue moon. But I remember they would have, uh, if it's anyone's birthday or anniversary, come up to the stage and Man, there must have been like 30 people up there this one time and they get to the very end and there was this old couple and they had been married for like 70 years. Whoa. The, you know, it must have been 90 years old and everybody just audibly gasped and then, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's just a special place. That's sweet. And yeah. then they did yeah. the death prayer over them. Or... Over... <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it preemptively for you, you old schmucks. It's called the tomorrow they... Stop being selfish. <laughs> they crawl into a double casket oh. together. Oh, God. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, that's the dream. Uh, <laughs> that is the dream, Caroline. <laughs> I do have a fun fact. Do you, you guys know the Queen Mary, right? The sure, ship? the ship, the ship that's yeah. permanently docked. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. That's is like, it in Long Beach? Like it haunted, is in Long Beach, right? okay. and okay, it is yeah, haunted. Yeah, uh-huh. But when it was in service, in in fully in use or whatever, you know, they have a they have a church on board and they have a synagogue on board. Oh, cool. And I never knew this, but the Torahs, like two of the Torahs that uh, were in my temple, came from. The Queen Mary. Whoa. By the way, have you ever seen a Torah in person? No. Oh, man. Maybe. They are fun. They're wild. They're large. Why? They're like giant scrolls. It feels like a prop. Straight. It feels like (laughs) you're you're in like a museum where everything's big and you're like tiny. They're on, they're probably, uh, what is this, two feet tall. Mm -hmm. And they are big. They're like two giant super brawny paper towel roll lengths. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you unfurl it and each week... There's a portion of the Torah that is read, wow. usually by the bar mitzvah boy or girl. Yes, it's called your Torah portion. It's like the crown jewel. It's it's the it's the uh, it's the big moment of your bar mitzvah the centerpiece, which I had at age thirteen, ceremony. and I yes. studied for for you know. How'd you do? I did fine. Great. You know, you go up. Basically, all a bar mitzvah is you're just leading a service. That's it. Oh, okay. That's all you do. Uh huh. You lead this. You are you are reading the met the like scripture for the day. Yeah. But it's always the same piece for every bar mitzvah. No, or you guys it changes pick a week by week one. as you oh, progress through the Torah. Mm. And then you're supposed to do a thing about what the Torah, like the translation of what that portion means. Do you remember and, what you said? Oh, God. I have no, I could not tell oh, you. Meant a lot to oh, you. Oh, he clearly. just did it right this now. Torah portion <laughs> is, this Torah portion to me means that you must love your God and mom. Gosh, that has to be so cute for the adults of Root Ring oh. when the kids go up there to like lead the service. Yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh. I will say this. There was a major, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, when there's two total opposite? Oh, um, Enemies, uh, contradiction? Nemesis, yes. Well, Cox. <laughs> there, was, uh, there were really, really rich kids oh, in our yeah. class, and there were dirt poor kids. Conflict, oh. tension, uh, getting warmer. Uh, class war. Juxtaposition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like the kids who had- Feud? No, but just there were kids <laughs> whose parents spent no joke like a million dollars on their bar mitzvah okay. party. Like, oh yeah, well the parties, the yeah. ones that Paul Rudd would go to. One kid <laughs> in my brother's Hebrew school class had a dad who was a record producer, oh, and the invitations wow. alone were like extravagant. But it was a CD, and this kid rapped his invitation. That's awesome. Yo, it's Adam's bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> he had the Laker girls. At his, at his at his bar mitzvah, mitzvah, and it was at 
Laker you know, girls. like the, I think it was at the, it wasn't at the Ritz in Beverly Hills because that would be way too far. It was at like the nicest, I think a it was at a Hilton in, in Orange County or something. Oh my okay. goodness. And they had shuttle buses and then there were kids who could not afford a damn thing. Yeah. So the temple would cover it and you would have the, you knew that, where's the party going to be? It's going to be at the temple. It's like, oh, it's Joshua like is the poor. the default party. Yes. Oh, that sucks. But there should the be like a would limit still pay for Laker girls. Still get the Laker girls. Well, the bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to listen. Honestly, also, if you ever learn anything about dancers or cheerleaders for professional teams, they make like zero dollars yeah, at all. Do. So I bet they showed up to that bat mitzvah I feel for like, like five bucks dark. a piece. Yeah, hey, after this OnlyFans discourse we're having right now, it's time to talk about the freaking, <laughs> The cheerleaders. Yeah, the Laker girls. Yeah. Them. Won't yeah. somebody think Talk of the, the Lakers? Dallas cowgirls, <laughs> for the love of God. Oh. Here's one thing I think there should be. Hit me. Tell me if you agree. Oh, this is a request, not a question. Uh, yeah, this is not a question. This is a demand. <laughs> what should there be? There should be like a budget limit on these mitzvahs because that's just cruel. Uh, it becomes like a I'm popularity. Sh- I'm you know, sure that now they thing, do that you know? so that certain kids don't feel bad. The, yeah. the bar mitzvah equivalent of a participation trophy, if yeah. you will. Because like, everyone uh, from your class gets invited, right? Like, yes, it's not automatically. an exclusive thing yeah. usually. Yeah. And I made the mistake of going to every single one, Ooh. which was like four. Why? That's because like I just was like, yeah, I'll go. I want to be You're nice. You're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go to everything. Yeah. Because some, some of them. Were didn't... they all in the same season or would they be throughout the year? I guess it's throughout to the their year. birthday, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's throughout the year. Yeah. And uh, yeah, some were packed. They were all obviously at, this, at the temple and some of them were packed and some of them were like 20 people. Yeah. Uh, usually the poor kids. But I bet those were the most meaningful at all. No, they were. There okay. was this one that was just. <laughs> nope. There was one. This kid was. I think he was Russian, and he was already super weird. Very sweet boy, super weird. His family knew nothing about any of the protocol. So after every prayer, they <gasps> clapped oh, for their son. Nice. And the rabbi, <laughs> Rabbi Leibson, who I love dearly, my rabbi. Please, there is no clapping. Like Aww. we don't do that every time. But they didn't speak. I don't think oh, they. So spe- they they still did it, and then he was like, mm, like "Please, clapping refer- for him. You can clap well. for him at the end when, but we don't do <laughs> oh, that." That's cute. Which is weird because it feels like you should be able to clap. It's just weird when you prayers suddenly stop, and it's like, "Come on, we got it. That was awesome. Yeah, was we sang the hell out of that prayer. I think that's it. the number one issue in religion right now. Is not enough clapping. Yeah, and those yeah. sorts of Free ceremonies. Claps. We did one every. Oh, I remember the the song at the end. Uh, it would it would be the slow leany whatever the hell it was, and then it went Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat, 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 Shalom. Hey! And oh, that's great. It was fun. And that's then you one. knew it was over. And like, all right, time to go sneak a little bit of my mom's wine. Skittles. She would oh. always give us a taste. <laughs> Wait, wine in the temple? Or? Yeah, once we went to the little uh, hall. Oh, you know, okay. The adults would, because then we would go breast the... Breast. Wow. What? One track line. My breast mitt. I mean, poor mitts, tit. I mean, my... Uh, the nipple would penis the balls. Uh, no, we would go... They would go into the back and they'd have a giant thing of challah bread that was oh, fresh right. baked oh, and do the God. bread prayer and then the wine prayer that they brought out on platters, little, little shot glasses of... Juice for the kids and yes. wine for the adults. Yes. And uh, then we do the wine prayer and then go, yeah, schmooze. It was the, Shabbat uh, dinner on Friday nights, Yeah, right? it was, yeah. oh, God, I miss it. Get back in there, man. I should. Get back in the saddle. Because then the extent, the, I, I did go on to do confirmation, oh, which okay, was yeah. cool. 
and kind of just basically a group bar mitzvah. What I want to know this question. This is the question I have. What was your relationship like with your rabbi? Did you ever like a youth specific rabbi in addition no. to the main church rabbi, or was it just the one? No, okay. he was he was the one. We have like youth pastors, and then there's right. the lead and pastor, etc. Right? I mean, yeah. we had they had teachers who taught Hebrew school, and um, then we had like the 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 there was like this one main kind of big tutor who helped tutor the kids for. Their barn bar yeah. Um but no, Rabbi Labson was the main guy, and he was just—he was just such a a damn rabbi, just such a mm. noble, honorable, mature presence of a man with wow. a with a sense of humor yeah. that was very very subtle. Mm-hmm. Well, he's Jewish, and he, I, <laughs> he like he would see my dad sleep a lot. <laughs> And he just was like, you know, there's nothing he can do. And my dad probably, he probably, looking back, was probably a bit insulted by, you know, my dad sort of fucking around. Because, <laughs> like, for he's my older brothers. Snacks, he's falling asleep, slipping wine to the kids. Well, he did a couple, like, he had to do some big things. So for my older brother's bar mitzvah, the first one in the family, he decided to do, for some reason, he thought it would be fun to do 13 push-ups on stage. So in the middle of his, because nice. there's like a there's like a dad and mom speech that they do toward oh, the is. end. Oh, that's great. And my dad was like, celebrate, uh, blah, 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 I'm going to do 13 push-ups on stage. And it was like, you know, nobody did that kind of crap. And Rabbi Leibson's clearly just like, just like, thanks, dad. <laughs> well, then, so my dad had a beard our entire lives. Never, ever saw him or knew other than like young photos, what he looked like without a beard. And so during mine, I don't think he did anything weird. I, I, I can't, nothing stands out. Lesson. But then my younger brother's bar mitzvah, he's up, we, I'm watching him up on, on stage. And then uh, he goes out to presumably go to the bathroom and he comes back and he is fully shaved. <gasps> and it, I lost oh my, my mind. God. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> God, I was like, this is so funny. That is and, an amazing And it thing was to special because it was like, wow, I was must have been 15 at the yeah. time. And it's like he has never, never even considered shaving it when we've asked him. And he had like bicked it. He had gone Ooh. and fully skin. Ouch. And he looked just like my uncle, which weirded me out. I was like, oh my God, he looks like Larry. Oh, he's got no lips. Mm-hmm. I love that. Just doing like a kind of minor prank yeah, for, a bit. Your, just, for your mitzvah. It's nice. Uh, yeah. Always bits. And yeah. And so they also had, um, there was a board of directors at the temple and each bar mitzvah kid had to choose. It was a weird thing. You had to choose a board member to like be your, and they would do a speech for you. Also, they would like take you to dinner and get to know you and then yeah. do a speech Sponsor for you. Or something. And a yeah. bunch of kids would pick my dad cause he was goofy and funny and stuff. Oh, that's nice. So he would always just, he would say dumb shit. And I just knew <laughs> Rabbi Leibson when he, whenever my dad would say something, I would just see him <laughs> just sitting in his big chair, just kind of nodding like, yep. Like eye twitching. <laughs> Thank you, Stu. God. This is a house of God, but I only do this for a living. I've dedicated my life to this thing that is so trivial to you, but thank you. Fun night for him. Yeah, God. But he was a very good man, and I think he's retired now. So when you were going through all this stuff in this project, because you did Hebrew school and then attended temple for how long in your life? Until 10th grade. Okay. That's when um, 
yeah. Did you be- did you feel like an invested belief in God at all during that time, or even the idea of a higher power? Kind of. Yeah, I remember that I had a I I prayed personally a couple times, but it was always because something was like tough and I needed like just get, like help me out like yeah. 911 or no I didn't pray on 911 wow he didn't you pray. didn't pray on I was so in ninth grade you're like not my problem no <laughs> Let yeah, it's over pray. there it's over it. there come on but I do have a quiz on Friday <laughs> it wasn't anything like that it was all uh it was just like I don't know if I was I don't even remember what just the hell I prayed about yeah, yeah if I was just going through a hard time or just like tr- in an effort to try to connect with that sort of spirituality. I remember like laying in bed and trying to pray. And I remember trying to like do it properly. So I would close out each prayer with like, I love you. Amen. Aww. <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, okay, do I, you know, I, I think I intertwined my interlaced my fingers mm-hmm. and just like held them together and just kind of cool. laid there and, yeah. And it, then you notice one of them becomes unlaced and you have to start the prayer again. Like, I got shit. <laughs> I got to start it over. I would start each one with dear God. The protocol. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, And I mean, you couldn't. Ooh. Oh, just feeling the spirit. Yeah. You couldn't not feel the spirituality of that place. It was infectious. You know, it's. Uh, and I also took a lot of. um my brother's lead, my older brother, and he was very, very cynical and not into it and didn't want to have a bar mitzvah. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's a cool thing. Mm. Um, but in it, yeah, to answer your question, I, I, I felt it a little bit and I did want to connect with it, but I never got that thing that really drew me in. I tried to like read the, the Torah version, mm-hmm. the, like the book version of the Torah. Yeah. A couple, which is the Bible. Um, and it, the pages are so thin and there's like 1,400 of them. Dense. And I'm just stuff. like, yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> Not gripped by kidding? Levitical Hebrew law. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, yeah. That makes one of us. But I do. And it wasn't like drilled into you also like, hey, to be a no. part of this community, like you better be in your Torah every day, no, praying every night, all. you know, etc. They were very, very... Um, uh, reform about it. They yeah. were like it was they the gathering that was important. Yeah, they didn't. Like, yeah. They didn't. Sho- Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't shove anything down our throats. It was definitely the community aspect of it. Um, just getting us to learn how to read Hebrew and learn the songs. And there were definitely some spiritual things and like lessons from from the Torah and stuff that they taught us. But to me. Being such a like, I've got to get good grades in school. I've got to get good grades in school. Hebrew school also felt like I had to really pay attention and stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Speaking of paying attention, Damn. little Dexter. Is Dexter Dexter anti-Semitic? No, he's not. <laughs> wow. Carolina, I don't know he's how many times I have to tell you, Dexter is not right anti-Semitic. <laughs> he's barking at the door. <laughs> anti-blm wow really he is yeah (laughs) he's pissing on black lives matter signs he did pee on a black lives oh that's funny uh yeah um i i was more focused on like do well in hebrew school because if i get like 
I somehow fooled myself or they fooled me and my parents did too into thinking that it was just as important and <laughs> right. crucial to my future. <laughs> to like college entry and everything. Yes. yes. It's going to yeah. show up on the transcripts. Yeah. So I couldn't, t- uh, like when my friend Jordan Sherman would fuck around, I'm like, would you stop? <laughs> this is like, do you not care? And, but I think as a result of that, I, I relate to that so hard though. Yeah. yeah but I didn't, like, I didn't allow yeah. myself to get, um, the the spirituality from it. I was more focused on like, okay, I got to study and get the right answers the on the test yes. and all that yeah. crap. So yeah, I hear you on that. Mm-hmm. But and then what happened in tenth grade? You were done with confirmation, and then you're yeah. like, you know, I think I, I want more time to myself. Well, there was again. sort of a leap year. Ninth grade, they did this really fun special thing called a dot noir, which I don't know if if it's a common thing, but in uh in Orange County and just our temple it was like four temples in orange county and then us would do this thing all the ninth graders and i believe it was once every two months once every month or two uh we would leave on friday we'd get pulled out of school yes and uh my friends all loved to make fun of it they would make holocaust jokes like they're sending you to jew camp didn't you guys learn your lesson? Damn. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is a funny joke. Dexter, stop laughing. <laughs> Dexter, no. Dexter's like, sure, He's, he's rolling over. And, and, oh. <laughs> he's licking his lips like he's he loves it. <laughs> but we would get on a bus, and I think it was up in Mount Baldy area. It was mm-hmm. like a good two-hour bus ride away. Every and other month you would yeah, go up to Mount like Baldy? That. I remember That's we did awesome. like 10 of them. And nice. you'd meet kids from other temples and it was it was our version of like it was jew summer camp and it was wild it was like they had fun it was fun and that's where i fell in love with sarah singer and i probably prayed about sarah singer many times oh i want to know please god heard your voice dear god (laughs) please i just want to love you be with sarah singer (laughs) (laughs) i love you okay i love you amen (laughs) did you pray about boys caroline Oh, yeah, of course I did. But mine were probably more like, God, take this crush from my heart or something (laughs) like that. Oh, this thorn in my side. You didn't want it? You were like, oh, it was. No, I did. But it was like, oh, God. I mean, our education was so bizarre that it was like, yeah, you know, you should definitely be straight with each other and everything. But also, like, if anything is distracting you from the Lord, like, you need to remove that from your life. And a crush is distracting if anything you know mm-hmm. they told us that sex was a mitzvah a good thing to, nice. to do yeah <laughs> okay. i mean they weren't encouraging us to like like as children but it was no. like yeah. now i'm understanding more about your uh dna <laughs> no, if you no, got no, that no, encouragement no. at a young age i did not I, that sense. would not come until much later i didn't lose my virginity until the 11th grade I was too scared. Kayla and I are both like, oh, the 11th grade, that's way. Lame. <laughs> Whoa, super Well, you'll old. be happy to know. <laughs> I, I was a kissless virgin with a mouthful of braces. And I. Now that's so, a podcast right there. That's, oh, no, that's, our, that's our podcast, yeah, actually. So please don't do Welcome that. to Good Christian Fine, yeah. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah was so beautiful. She looked like Katie Holmes oh. uh, at the time. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what she looks like now, but I had Fair. such like a good disclaimer. I was just, I was smitten by her. And uh, yeah, I would, we became like best friends. And she, of course, the familiar pattern, she had a boyfriend and she did not, she was unsure about Kevin and wasn't, didn't love Kevin anymore. 
and <gasps> but still loved him and wasn't sure and, and was blah, telling blah, blah. you this? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah I mean, we were both in ninth grade. We didn't know any better. And then I come to find out this it was like a movie. I remember it was like winter time. And there was, I think there was a talent show in this one cabin that was really like beautifully lit. And I'm sitting there in my dumb little button up shirt. And uh, my friend Joe, tell I go outside just to like pee or something. And my friend Joe goes out there too. And he goes, Sarah has a crush on you. And I'm supposed to tell you that. And I was like, you got what? Just <laughs> oh, the best, the biggest butterflies. I go back in there. She now knows that I know, and she looks at me and smiles in the most. I just was, I, my, I couldn't, I had never been happier in my life. It still sounds like you've never been happier. Than <laughs> it was, that it was such a special, perfect feeling. That's wow. the best. Because I best. had nothing else going on in my life. There was no <laughs> worries about anything. Well, it especially was just, when you're at camp too. Oh, like it's yeah. just that's pretty much all you have to think about is like yes. crushes for the most part. Well, and all then, that, yeah. My friend Bo, who was still, I think he was still in the closet, but very, very, very much, you know, he was very gay. He was like, you have to kiss her tonight. Tonight? And I was like, I was Bo putting the timetable on the this The drama thing. Bo brought. Because he also was good friends with her. And he's like, you need to trust me that if you, if you don't do anything, you're going to blow it. And oh I was like, God. okay. I had never kissed. I Day had practiced. One. I had practiced on my hands. It's just like that. And I felt like a pro. I felt like, okay, <laughs> this is going to be fine. I was so worried about our teeth hitting for some reason. You're somehow doing it wrong still, Kevin. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> out my hands. He's right trying now. his best. Don't you and Dexter practice? No, that's so, don't, that's not a nice joke. I don't kiss my anti Semitic dog. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> but if he wasn't, you I would. believe you. <laughs> yeah. I believe you. <laughs> So you were practicing well, on your hands. So, Dexter, I'm sorry. I didn't you're mean to freaking him out. Okay, anyway. So he's How like, could he... such a sweet face be so hateful? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. And such a good kisser. I bet by the next time we do an episode, I'm going to educate all the anti-Semitism out of him. He's going to go to some courses, Aww, have some training, yeah. and this won't be a running bit on the show. No. He'll be okay. He'll, He'll come fine. around. He okay, just needs so he's to eat like, some kiss good her soup. tonight. Kiss her tonight. And wow. we, we... This is such a crazy day for you. It was a whirlwind. Evening, it was all just at night. Adore likes you back. Yes. Oh my gosh. But has a boyfriend. But has a boyfriend. And we and I know like okay, I got to do this. And I remember it's probably this is probably representative of my entire life. It's like (laughs) all right, you've got to shoot your shot, and I just didn't shoot it. I stood there in front of her, her leaning up against a wall with her arms behind her back, just looking up at me, doe eyed, and I was too mortified. To do anything, of I just, course you I were. seriously must have been ten minutes just going, mm, <laughs> like staring at those know. noises. And seriously, Bo was ten feet away, going, "Oh my god, just do it already!" <laughs> and I, I was like, "Okay, just stop pressuring me." And she, she She's was so sweet and so patient. Waiting? And then oh, eventually, man. she said, "You don't have to do it right now. That's okay." <gasps> and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and I think she kissed me on the cheek. And then we went into the dance hall or whatever. But then the next day when we left, when we drove back, we're on the bus sitting next to each other. Oh. And Bo said, you should kiss Sarah. And I. Bo needs to <laughs> and relax. She, she said, she said, like, she said, yeah, do it. And I leaned in to kiss her on the bumpy ass freeway and our oh, no. teeth clacked. 
<laughs> and I, I and then I pulled back, and that was it. It was two seconds, and I just remember feeling like, "What did she think? Does she like me still? Is she going to break up with Kevin? Is it kissing if only your teeth touch?" Ugh. Yes, she is the answer, Caroline. The yes, is the answer. She. So get this, the story's almost over. She ended up staying with Kevin. Lost her virginity to Kevin, which I was devastated about. And then <laughs> she thought you were going to be the first. She invited me and Bo over to her house for her birthday. Kevin was there, obviously. It was just like me, Bo, Sarah, Kevin, and I think her friend Eric. And oh that was it. Oh, no. And Kevin, at this point, knew who I was, knew about the whole thing, fucking hated me. Knew Wanted about to teeth. beat me oh. up. And he was a soccer player. So, you know, he was hot. And he had, he's just a hot guy. He was and then probably we, like four two. No, <laughs> you know? he was oh, he like was he was probably six feet tall. And oh, I mean, I was no. around six feet. tall That's your at that preconception point. of Kevin's coming into play. <laughs> yeah, just like mentally, spiritually. Yeah, yeah. very they, weak. They played <laughs> spin the bottle, and uh, this it, is brutal. It landed on. I think Kevin spun it and it landed on Sarah, and they they like just I just kissed right. And you in front saw of how me. easy. I was so. Crushed. Like he made eye contact right with you while he was yeah. kissing her. <laughs> His tongue. And Man. that was it. That's the end of that. And I cried. I remember listening to At the Drive In on my um, CD player, my Walkman. And it was, <laughs> I can't remember what song. Uh, One Arm Scissor, I think, which has nothing to do with breaking up, but it was just a very emotional song. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Sarah. oh, you were in pain. <laughs> I was, you were in deep pain. I was so distraught. Oh, man. yeah. The, was, the way ugh. you feel in ninth grade, eighth grade, it's yeah. You are all hormones. It's huge. It's Everything huge. is life and death. Yeah. The devastation it is so My live journal will attest to. <laughs> so God, God did not answer my God prayers. God wasn't there for And me. after God. that, I was done. But no so, more God. That's the ninth grade leap year. And then 10th grade is confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now I see why we were done. Why were Temple. you briefly a Christian? Oh, oh yes. yeah. So uh, in like third or fourth grade, I'm during recess. I somehow got into the topic of religion with my friend Damon, and he said that all non-believers in Christ go to hell. Okay, true. And I, be- and that I, it's true. We affirm that on the podcast. Yes, it is true. I will back that. <laughs> uh, and I remember, I'm still a very gullible person, but I believed it. I was like, wait, what? Really? This sucks. What, this is the, the story I was like, Democrats wait, don't want you to know. Well, what about like my grandma who's dead and like my, um, or no, who wasn't dead at the time. She was about. But my grandpa. Like, what about all my ancestors? He's like, yeah, sorry. They're in hell. And I was like, well, I don't want to go there too. And he said, well, you don't have to. You can convert. Like, And I was like, well, how? And he said, okay, come here. And he brought me over to like... To the side, to the fence, and he had me repeat after him this prayer: "Like, do you? Ex- I accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior in my heart." And da 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 da. This whole thing. And then I remember he put his hand on my shoulder and he looked at me and said, "You're now you're a Christian." Oh and my god. And I was god. like, I felt so good. I was like, okay, whew. We're safe. I don't have to go to hell. Seatbelts on. I feel safe. <laughs> I feel relieved. But then I was like, oh man. How am I gonna tell my mom? <laughs> oh, she's gonna be so upset. She's so mad, I'm not gonna like, be in hell. I have to stop going to temple. I'm gonna have to tell her, like, look, my Oh, you were ready to do the whole now. thing. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm going to church. Well, I'm I, doing it all. Yeah, somewhat. 
I'm done with being Jewish. And I went home that night and I went into her room and she's getting ready for bed. And I was like, Mom, I have to tell you something. She says, what? And I go, here, sit, sit down. So we both sat down and I said, I'm a Christian now. And she said, honey, what? What are you talking about? And then I said, my friend Damon, he, oh my I, I said the prayer to like convert and I converted. And she goes, sweetheart. That's not how that works. Oh, you're not. You're not wow. a Christian. Wow. And I was like, "But wait, what?" <laughs> like, this then, is just a real roller coaster. Yeah, day. what a day for you! So much new information <laughs> all the she time. Explained that to me, and then I and then I was scared to tell her about the hell thing. I was like, "But mom, we're gonna go to hell, right?" Like, mm-hmm. and my I have a brother, a half brother, who's a born again Christian, oh. and right around that time was when he was getting into it. And I was like, well, like, doesn't Matt believe that? And I actually remember having that conversation with my brother, too. I really wanted to know, like, mm-hmm. do you think that? Do you really think that me and my dad and your other two brothers are going to hell? Which is a, a tricky thing because it's not like he's condoning it and saying, like, well, yeah, and I think you and should. I love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's <laughs> usually, I'm, I'm sure he has the posture of, like, yeah, my hands are tied. I, Sorry, I did. Decision. I asked Management. him. <laughs> I asked him, and he said, "Well, that's what it says." But I don't know that I believe that. I believe that if you're a good person and you, you know, you live a life that's generally good, you're not going to go to hell. And I was like, oh, "Thank you." What? Thank you. <laughs> By the way, I'm sure you guys <laughs> know this. Are you kidding me? Jews don't believe in hell. Yeah, they only believe in. Uh, they believe in heaven, and then they believe in what's the middle one? Purgatory. Purgatory, I believe. Purgy. Where you go until you Purgalicious. repent. <laughs> you earn your Purgalicious badge. <laughs> Welcome to the good Purger, home of the good Purger. Can I take your order? The black Eyed Peas. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've also heard that there's other traditions that believe there's just like, we don't know what happens in the afterlife. Sure. Doesn't, it's not That's relevant. That's the thing about Judaism. There's so many like, yeah, well, maybe, and yeah, kind of, mm-hmm. and yeah, if you want it. If you sure. Want, if you want it, you, you want, want it. To? <laughs> it really does come down to honestly. Do you want there to be a hell? Okay, there great. Be? There's sure. a hell. Walk yeah. around like that. Or like, let's talk about have that. You know, let's have the question rather than it's all open the for interpretation. But then there's the maniacs. There are for sure the guys Hardcore, who are like, yeah. you know, we all have to go to Israel to bring about the end of the world. Oh, because that's what they believe. Y'all, y'all that's do, who I'm banking on. Y'all want to do 20 minutes on Israel real quick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't get me started, man. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. super prepared. Yeah, yeah, don't get me, me started, started about the good, good opinion wall, that I have. Yeah. that's correct. But I'd rather not say right now. I don't want to get into that. No uh, comment. I don't want to be the divisive. Iconic <laughs> podcast. No, 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 no. Do you believe in God now at all? <sighs> you know, I majored in philosophy. And we had a lot of talks about God and different ontological arguments, as they're called, uh, where basically famous every famous philosopher has, just about everyone, has tried their hand at a logical argument for God. Mm-hmm. And then there are many who had equally compelling logical arguments against the existence of God. Um I forgot whose paradox it was, but it's the, you know, if God is so powerful, then even God should be able to create a stone that God cannot lift. That was yes. Adam Carolla. That was Adam Carolla? <laughs> yeah, he said that. No way. In his first episode. If of God his- is so powerful, <laughs> shouldn't God be able to create a He's, stone? Yeah, and I'm even sorry. God he solved can- that in 1999, so <laughs> we're done. <laughs> I, think, I think my favorite one, though, wasn't necessarily an argument for or against 
but more that if there is a God, we as humans are incapable. Basically, if, and each one is like an if then, like if blah, 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 if blah, 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 therefore my argument. Mm -hmm. And it was like, all right, if God is benevolent, if God is omnipresent, if God is infinite, which is all of these things that are beyond the scope of human comprehension, therefore we cannot know if God exists because it would be just so beyond our ability to, it'd be like perceiving infinity. Like Mm -hmm. we just can't do it. Therefore it's just all based on faith. And I like that one because I do think that ultimately with all matters concerning God, there is a limit to which you reach where logic and science can only go so far. And then beyond that, there is this leap of faith that must be taken. And there are certain things like, you know, just nature itself is such a miracle. There are so many just on the microscopic level, things that have to work, you know, the the structure of a hand, how all these bones and tendons and muscles and veins have to work in unison, mm-hmm. to some would imply that there is a creator. There, there must be an intelligence that has designed this. But then there's also like, well, in the chaos of billions of years of atoms crashing into each other there's bound and to be Eves. some kind of what's and you said adams but i want to say and Eves, Eves, and Eves. Yeah. amen and women amen <laughs> and amen women. yeah that, that could also happen too and also isn't that quite mar- miraculous on its own you know to to even if it didn't need a creator it's pretty mm-hmm. amazing that we have hands either way absolutely you know? mm-hmm. um so it's tricky i have a question about the like you know, if God exists in this perfect way that we want, you know, that is benevolent and omniscient and whatever, then we can't understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question is like, then what's, what is the point of like believing in that God or trying to believe in that God to, well, to help you be like a higher self or like try to get close to understanding it? I think that, that that's more of a question of why, uh, why we began down the religious path as people like because we are we are like biolo- our biological imperative one of them is to like search for meaning we look for faces and things we mm-hmm. like we need to we we have this drive to find out why to ask why and i think it was i think it's kind of a a solution to many problems i mean if religion is done right it should be something that keeps us all operating and functioning as a civil society that's that progresses and gets better and there's justice for people and there's a code of ethics that we can all agree to and it also provides some soothing um answer to the why like why are we here and what's this all for and what's it all mean uh because yeah there there otherwise really isn't like a god like that frankly probably wouldn't care like if you're that right. much of a of of an all-powerful thing what the hell do you care what we think of you and what do we think of that yeah. you know either you too. are so petty it's not a relationship yeah yeah but it, i think that is also funny to me to suggest that the that god is so big that we can't understand it mm-hmm. but however there is a literal god <laughs> that does exist with out a there literal hog. Yeah, with a literal hog <laughs> mm-hmm. and all these like qualities to them 
Um, but because it's too baffling, like we're not going to bother, but it does exist, mm-hmm. you know, like that's that what that starts with. Mm-hmm. So I guess I almost wonder like if that's, and, and I, I'm not picking the part. I think it's a good belief system too, but I also wonder like, what's the point of even engaging with a literal being like that in the first place too, mm-hmm. you know, if we can, if we can make our own ethics or whatever to like be a better society yeah. instead of fucking with this thing that like it can't even bother to like be made understandable to our little brains, you yeah. know? Uh, that was the, uh, was it Richard Dawkins or Sam Harris thing? It was one of those documentaries where like some Christian was questioning him and they were like, if you could ask God one question, what would you ask him when you get to heaven? And I think it was Dawkins. He said, why did you go to such lengths to keep yourself hidden? Yeah. Hmm. And I thought that was at least a thoughtful way of putting it. Oh, and kind true. of the stuff yeah. that you're getting at too, where it's like. Yeah. What's the well, point of you existing if like I can't even engage you know? and i and i think ben's getting at it too in the yeah. sense of like probably in a lot of ways a civilization's emergency organizational function is like okay well being alive is insane and crazy and it's crazy to have all these thoughts and feelings and bodies and in abstract and all this so like religion as an organizational tool of like oh, this is the order, this is the hierarchy, or this is like, I can put this here and I can put this in morality and I can put this in like unknowability. It probably is that to a degree, mm-hmm. right? And punishment, because otherwise, mm-hmm. if there were no fear of going to hell or getting punished eternally, I maybe there'd be a lot. I mean, but we have it and people still murder. People still do messed up things. Mm-hmm. So how much of a deterrent is it really? And if anything, I mean, when you look at fundamentalists, they kill because of religion, too. Mm-hmm. Because of your belief in hell, Ugh. you will also do evil things to each other, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a tricky thing. And like many things that we as people do, the intentions were good. Yeah. but Or maybe they weren't. Like Maybe religion <laughs> was uh, meant to be... A form of control by those who established and it. And I hold you personally responsible to answer for that, Ben. Hey, you know. <laughs> and we're going to make Ben answer it after the break. <laughs> <laughs> Time to shoot your shot, man. Here it is. The kiss all over uh, Well, Explain. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, that's Can I go pee? <laughs> no. No. Oh, God. We need to get Bo over here. I feel like I'm having a nightmare where I'm at, having my bar mitzvah and I forgot my pants. <laughs> We zoom in Bo and he's like, all right, shithead, you have 10 minutes to answer for your crimes. Lay it all out. What is this arbitrary timetable? <laughs> answer Jew, baby. Oh, no. Dexter, stop smiling. <laughs> oh, he likes baby oh. Jews. Um, I would like there to be a God. I think yeah. that there'd be... I, I do too. The, like it would, it, I would, I wish it just would, could fit, you know, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I feel like... Because, you know, there's so much suffering in life and there is so much potential for suffering for individuals and collectively. I really hope that if there is an afterlife, if there is a presence that we all converge into some sort of thing, some freaking thing. Some yeah, big nightclub. Ass nightclub that's nightclub tight, that's sky. always playing killer music. I just want a God just so I have something to say when my... Uh Friends, family members die. That's not just like, sorry, mm-hmm. warm food, but more like, well, isn't it great to know that the one great day dance beyond. you're going to reunite? It's going to happen. You're going <laughs> to do a the, little tango yeah. in the sky. I think that that's the most alluring thing is like, uh, yeah, hoping and knowing that you're going to be able to reconnect with 
people and and animals yeah that uh, that you've lost because uh i mean it's really sad and lonely to think about just being utterly finite like that where once you stop that's just it mm-hmm. uh yeah and i would hope that that whatever god we eventually meet it'll all there would be this overwhelming sense of understanding that like oh it was all for whatever or it was all to by by con by contrast it's all this much more glorious Mm. what this all is whatever that may be um mm-hmm. or you know that just the lights cut out and you know that's just it which is also kind of i mean if you you don't know what's going on you're you okay even, ben you seem like you're spiraling <laughs> out <laughs> if you're gone you're gone yeah like, like you don't know it to feel scared by it anyway yeah, yeah it'd, it'd be like getting scared. knocked out for getting a surgery it's like you come to and you have no idea you were just yeah. knocked out for six hours. Your perception was completely gone. Yeah. And we go to sleep every night. You yeah. know, it's a lot mm-hmm. like that too. Yeah, it is. And there's something so scary about that, mm-hmm. but also so like, well, what's the worst that could happen? What are you going to die? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're yeah. there. Especially eliminating the hell part of the equation. It's yeah. Been very helpful for me seems, in my adult life. Yeah. Hell seems like a stretch. It's messed up. But then it's so like, okay, well, what are the rules? Because, yeah, what if you're Hitler? I it feels rules. like there needs to be something. And yeah. everyone goes to Hitler, like, as an example of, like, you do kind of want Hitler to go to hell. But, uh. But then imagine you're in heaven and you're experiencing the great good of heaven. And there's probably, once you're in heaven, you're probably like, just bring him in. Come here. on, <laughs> come <laughs> on, yeah. in, buddy. You didn't know any better. <laughs> Sorry. That's, I remember kind of like privately thinking that sometimes because when you're in heaven, you're like the best version of you, right? Like the sinless version of sure. you. You are not petty. You don't have any desire for revenge anymore. You're not even sad about anything anymore. Wouldn't you be like, yeah, let's, let's give him a chance. Get up here. He's gonna be sinless anyway. By sure. the time he gets here, he's so a great be an artist. painter. Yeah, they're like, whatever. Full mustache. Yeah. That's a great redemption <laughs> arc, too. Oh, my gosh. Beginning, middle, end. A series finale like that. Can you imagine? But I also can't <laughs> imagine having those human experiences, but also simultaneously experiencing infinity because it goes against. Oh, I know. Everything well, we've talked that about this, too. To like, human. infinity is terrifying. Infinity like, even in heaven sounds child, like. Yeah. like a, well, a and nightmare. here's the thing about infinity is it implies no beginning. Yeah. Infinite is just no start, no end. Just you're plopped into consciousness, but then it will continue forward forever. Yeah, and mm-hmm. plucked out. It's <sighs> what? I mean, there's a lot. I mean, we could talk about this forever. Well, let's not. Um, let's uh, maybe cut it there, Ben. Thanks for your story and sharing it. <laughs> we had a song uh, to talk about, right? No, we did. Let's, did well, we let's take time? a break. Let's say no, 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 no. But that, that, there's no going over time here. Do we take breaks here? Yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. And by the way, thank you for sharing. Yes, all of yeah. Experiences was and good was great. No, no, no. <laughs> no, come on. We'll be right back with more good Christian fun. Thank you. I love you. I love you, amen. I love you, amen. I love you, amen. (laughs) 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time to dive into the topic. Come on, let's go. Was that too loud? It's <laughs> <laughs> medium. It's medium loud. Hot right. cans. There's no Jewish equivalent to contemporary Christian music. There's historical and like traditional Jewish songs. Uh, Jewish have you music. heard of Modest Yahoo? I was going to say Modest Yahoo is maybe know. the only No, there's nothing. He's just like a famous Jewish rapper. Like explicitly, this is f- religious. We are a Jewish FJBJ. Band. Yeah. I don't think yeah. there are. <laughs> and we are producing rock for God. It w- it'd be well, funny if there to was. an awesome world. <laughs> that would be cool. I, I think that um, uh, more churches and religions should be getting into that game. Yeah, well, you know, Mormons have the killers, and uh, wait, the, the killers are Mormon. Brandon Flowers is very yeah. devout to his LDS. Wow, yeah, good they, for him. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Sure. But that's yeah. like that's a case of band that happens to be Mormon. It's not a Mormon band, right? No, actually, if you go back in all the lyrics, <laughs> it's all symbolism. <laughs> Mr. Brightside go is to Jesus. <laughs> actually, no, Mr. Brightside is Joseph Smith. <laughs> have you guys ever been to uh, the Crystal Cathedral? No, which I yes. think is a Mormon in, place in Salt Lake City. I think it's no. There's one in Orange County. Christian. Oh. oh, maybe because I was going to Christian school when I went, uh-huh. and that would be actually maybe it is Mormon. Are but you looking it up? There's one in Garden we went Grove, to this California. Most, yes, insane Christmas like pageant show I'd ever seen. Oh uh, It's yeah. like their big thing. This is a mega church. Yes, they made us wear booties on our shoes when we went in. Whoa! Because yeah, just you were my family, it was weird. <laughs> 
<laughs> the oh, dirty man. little feet. Yes, you may come in, Jews. Just cover your hoops. Ew. <laughs> I, don't, oh, no. I don't remember wearing booties. I'm not sure. I do remember them being there having candles and there were like people swinging around on ropes and like as what? angels in there. Pink. It was nuts. Oh, it was a whole pageant. It was a whole ass pageant. We're talking wow. about this guy right here. More Google image searching. And the, yeah, I think yeah, that and was the, like, it. the architecture is, is wow. really amazing. So you don't have any background or history at all listening to any Christian music. Why would you? I've heard a couple here and there. You've heard a couple. My sister-in-law listens to like Hillsong. Okay, yeah. And I heard it in her car nice. once. And it, I know what it, I barely know. I it's wonder, country music with if Jesus. If a Christian's driving, they're listening to Hillsong. Okay. <laughs> that is funny. Like Hillsong is probably the predominant. Is it a church or a group? Great Here question. we go again. Great oh, okay. All right. Yes. All right. No, okay. Hillsong it's was a brand. the dream <laughs> of an Australian pedophile in the 70s. Pretty much. Unfortunately. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who started the church was uh, uh, charges pending actually for some of the stuff for his mm-hmm, son. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, it was a church out of Australia that then became a mega church with a bunch of different locations around the world. Wow. Uh, then launched a music label, and the music label has its own bands. Probably the one that your sister in law is listening to is Hillsong United or, or one of those. Probably. So and if like you hear her oceans. mutter, you know, Hail Hillsong under her breath here and there. Hail Hillsong. Hail Hillsong. That's um, kind of their call to arms. It's just sort of like a, a pledge of loyalty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So in line of that, we wanted to talk about Michael W. Smith today, Place in This World. W. W. Hey. We have Prez Bush, and then we have W. And when you say W on GCF, we're talking talking about about Michael W. Smith. Smith. (laughs) That's right. This song came out in 1990. It was written by him, Wayne Kirkpatrick, which was uh, a songwriter that worked with these guys all the time. And Amy motherfucking Grant also wrote this song. I was going to say this sounds like an Amy Grant song in a big way, right? You could definitely hear her singing it if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you could imagine just like totally. cadence. <laughs> totally Amy Grant. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Thanks, ben. Or, but I couldn't decide, like, wait, did Amy get her sound from Michael's music or vice versa? Man, we should have asked. <laughs> we had a chance. Did you have her on? <laughs> Instead of saying, hey, did you cook? Uh, Do you like music? <laughs> I, God. I so, we did have her on wow, ben, a couple special. weeks ago. Oh it gosh. was special. You know who Amy Grant is. You know the significance. Okay, yeah. Yes. Big, big deal. Big deal. Huh. She's hot. Does that help? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, actually beautiful? Yeah. Just on, like, yeah. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. And she loves getting God. excited. If you get excited about hot people, you should also be excited about yeah, You like about hot Amy people, Grant. right? Yeah, they're great. <laughs> they're great. Same. Can't get enough of them. Do you like playlists? God <laughs> loves hot people more. <laughs> that I know Clearly is Clearly God loves hot people more. Otherwise, he wouldn't bless Why them wouldn't with good looks. Why wouldn't he give them some... Yeah. yeah. I think that is actually a big philosophical discussion we need to sure. have in universities well why let's, uh, some people be hot and why some be not be not yeah <laughs> first why of some all, people start out hot and then end up not and vice versa and if god is all good yeah how come why everybody's do we not think, hot? why do we all even know who hot is and who's not hot how come kids gotta have braces god come on i want to children all of these discourses and discussions first by weighing in with the host of i weigh herself jamila jamil and mm. see what she thinks about it <laughs> And then from there, after her clarity and wisdom on the subject, we can move forward in all uh, certitude. Yeah. Uh, but place- also everyone's hot. And that is a belief I do. I, I hold. You believe everyone's hot? Yeah. Okay. In their own way. Gonna- that's true. <laughs> okay. That's, that's true. an important disclaimer. Yeah. I mean, there's like conventionally hot and then everyone is hot also. That's like a, that's also a very, I feel like that's a part of online discourse that's literally happened in the last four or five years Mm. is like 
Stanley Tucci's actually hot. Paul Giamatti in this movie That's is actually hot. Yeah. For every person. I, I've been a part of it. Everyone is attractive in their way. And yeah. like it may not be universal. And so much of what we even think is hot, we know it's conditioned. Mm-hmm. We know it's not even a natural preference we Listen. might have had in a vacuum. In a hot vacuum. Ew. <laughs> So we all listened to the song before coming here tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, ben, do you want to try to hit the goalposts with this? Hit the post? What, what was the term called? Hit the post. Yeah. Hit the post. Uh, yeah, start, start me up. playing the song? Okay. This is Place in This World um, by Michael. Oh, and it's morning time. It's morning time? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And you're in Orange County. Orange County. Okay. Christian Radio. Okay, here we go. Okay, it's K KJ. KJCC, uh, Jesus Christ Radio. We'll hope you'll join your ride on the 405. But if not, we got some music coming up for you right now. It's, what's this guy's name? Michael, Michael W. Smith. It's Michael W. Smith. Yeah! Yeah! That wasn't very good. But... Right on it, right on it. <laughs> we freaked Dexter out. He's got a great tone. <laughs> it's Britney Spears. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, yes, I believed is. you for a minute. Right? Is it? What? No, it's, it's not, not Britney don't Spears. The don't. tone is Britney. Free Michael W. Smith. I appreciate this song. Speak on it. Yeah. I I mean, I don't find praise rock to be offensive in the least. Mm-hmm. I think that it's, for the most part, it's very well produced, very catchy, mm-hmm. and it sends an overwhelmingly positive message that you cannot knock unless you're being like, oh, yeah, this lame. Like, yeah, so mm-hmm. what? It's yeah. lame. Who cares? He's singing about... Uh, and I feel like a lot of times it, the message can be universal, and he's singing about... Uh, struggling to find his his place in the world, and we can all relate. And what's more universal We've than that? There. Jews, Christians alike. Yes. The only two religions Lost in famously. the wilderness. Yes, yeah. Jews, Christians, and, and the rest. Scientology <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> and the rest. Here in Gilligan's Isle. Yeah, and yeah, he's struggling to find his place, and he's looking within and getting power from the mm-hmm. Almighty to mm-hmm. to find mm-hmm. its. Yeah, he's got a lot to lean on. I need the light to, you know. Now you said you said it's a, a, a praise rock kind of, and I think it is in some ways. It's also an example of like very contemporary like Christian pop songwriting, which like worship is more like God, you are the best. It's like singing to God. This is more uh, of like a horizontal. That's more of a vertical. Yeah, this is a horizontal in the sense of like I'm here on earth, or as Caroline would sing, I'm. <laughs> I'm here on earth. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, are you a singer? Am I? Oh, she, uh, I don't know. You're going to have to ask the acapella group Random Voices Kevin, at UCLA. Don't look me up what? on YouTube. 2009 through 2011. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, have you guys ever written a praise song together? Because you oh, should. Oh, a few. No, you're are talking they any to them two good? 
pieces of the raw dog right now. Two yeah, we, we've started two pieces <laughs> yeah. of the raw dogs. Yeah. Two Wait, members of the raw The name dogs. of the group is the raw dog? The yeah, raw because dogs. we're bringing the raw gospel truth to your ears. You know? Unsheathed. All right. <laughs> like dogs right. feasting yeah, on the so scratch. You guys on our know what raw dog means, right? Yeah. It means yeah. like someone on set on fire for the Lord. Yeah. 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 That's like exactly, some yeah. uncooked, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've done that. We've, I don't know. Have I done actually like a worship <laughs> song? Like a, like a, song you would sing at service uh hug me father i think is the closest uh, okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay we add that to the roster interesting we have yeah. different prompts but we, anyway we wrote a song called hug me father where we <laughs> where we want a hug from hug god me, hug me can you imagine hug a hug me, from father? god and then we have our it other song this is one word oh and we usually do a harmony for it oh me <laughs> What? Yeah, that's another song. What was the song? That's like What's a prayer. Yeah, that's more of a mantra than a song. What was the word? Song. It was uh, horny. Horny? Yeah, it was horny. Yeah. Oh, I went low on that one. Can you explain to me? No. Uh-huh. No? Okay. No, okay. okay. It's self-explanatory. Look, <laughs> I didn't horny? kiss Sarah in camp, so yeah. obviously Yeah, you're it. not going to get this. <laughs> no? Kind of what we're laying down for you. Horny. Okay, wait. Here we go. Ready? One. Oh, okay. Wait, I'm gonna one, two, okay. three. Horny. Okay. One, two, three. Horny. <laughs> New drop. That was good. Felt good. That was pretty good, man. Thanks for being a part of that. Yeah, Here, I like that. Here's what I like about this song, and huh. this is, I think, was sort of a mainstream play for him a little bit, even though he's like firmly entrenched, even even more so now, firmly entrenched in the Christian music space. It is generic. It, it's vague enough, maybe. That you could listen to and be like, oh, it's a song. Whatever. Just like an inspirational song sure. in general. Because yes. this doesn't sound that different from like kind of schmaltzy contemporary, you like adult pop. Yeah, like a Groban. <laughs> be, honestly, Groban. Yes. He could be talking about his uh, a parent or a lover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it struck me as almost musical theatery too. It's like yes. an I want song. It's yes. an, it's not different from like somewhere out there from an American tale. Totally. Like little five will singing like, Aww. I want to find my place. Yeah, you know, kind like like of like defining your mission in life. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Looking for a reason, roaming through the night to find my place in this world. It's interesting, though, too, because, um, you know, most Christian songs, they, they're very into providing an answer right away. The answer is, your place is God, personally. And I, so I appreciate something that's a little more comfortable in, in the wandering, in the desert wandering, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if you will. Well, and there's, there's also... Just to uh, Christ's playing a little, God's playing a little to you, Ben, <laughs> about uh, some of the Christian music stuff. So much of it is like, I suck. I'm such a sinner. You're such a good God. So it's kind of shocking sometimes in a way to come across a song that's a little, like a little self-centered, like not in a bad way, but just yeah. in the sense of like, hey, I'm just trying to figure things out yeah, here and, not, and like get my way through it. He's not beating himself up. Rather than like, I'm a piece of shit that yeah. needs a savior. Yeah, Which is still self-centered in a way. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is definitely a song where, like, life is a story about him. In a <laughs> yeah, way yeah, where yeah. it's like, where's my <laughs> place in this world? Yeah. What am I going to do? Do you guys ever feel like after hearing stories of biblical characters and stuff that that was the bar that you were meant to hit, you know, to, like, do something heroic no. for your Those your stories were always so whatever. far out there that I was like, so okay, what? There's a bush burning, or like you gotta <laughs> stab a kid, or I mean, Abraham. Yeah. You know. I think I knew that I probably wasn't going to, but I also felt the expectation to be sure. Esther, you know, and like really do the right thing, mm-hmm. and that the stakes were so high. That's probably why your friend Damon was saving you on the recess 
Because he uh, was blacktop, yeah. Because he was trying to like be part of the journey and like win some souls for God, you know, oh, and do buddy. something, be brave, like be out there. You I know? felt the unrealistic body standards of Samson kind of applied <laughs> upon me because you can't grow long hair. Yeah, that's right. Well, actually, can. you can. But I can, but you don't. It's want actually me to. sap strength out of your body. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought I was going to transform into a Jackson Maine during the pandemic, but uh, it was working for you for a while. Yeah, but then there was like a threshold and I crossed over and it was like, oh, this is no longer working for you. <laughs> yeah, you got to try it. I want to see The Rock play Samson. Ooh. The Rock play Samson? Yeah. It's weird that he hasn't in a way. Yeah, but it, Bible movies are so out right now. Yeah, they're not doing a lot of biblical epics Not since Noah, really, right? Noah back in fucking Though, And then there was that um, Christian Bale movie that we didn't see. Uh, where he plays the Moses? Dark Knight. Right. Yeah, he plays Moses <laughs> in the Dark Knight. It would be kind of cool. I would like. I would be curious to see a well done contemporary because, like, God hasn't spoke. God hasn't chosen a prophet no. in a long time. It would be cool if there was a movie about like a legitimate, full on prophet. That's well, why. That's I, 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 was, so is Noah, was Noah a prophet? <laughs> no, not it's not considered no. a prophet. He was a prophet. A, you have to die. Uh, if if you was watched, a boat guy, if you've watched, <laughs> he was more of a boat guy. Than he was loves a to grill. In the Bible, there's <laughs> prophets, there's priests, and boat guys. <laughs> uh, Angels in America, if that's a play oh, or yeah, a movie huh. you've ever seen, that's kind of like a modern day prophet retelling. Yeah. Like what if it just it was set in the 1980s? But kind of Bruce Almighty touches it. That's another. That's one. true. Close. Yeah, but that's more like here. You want to be God? Go ahead and play God. Yeah, that's not it's bad. Not, that's that's a not a bad Morgan, honestly. <laughs> It's Ugh. better than I could do. <laughs> and now, did it sound a little bit like Frank Underwood? It sure did. But oh, yeah. do you want like a sincere prophet movie? Like, what know. if God spoke through us today? What would that sound like? Uh, I'm kind of, I'm semi interested. I want I want God to have. I mean, <laughs> throw some fight scenes in there. I, <laughs> I'm listening. A gun battle. John Wick. Ooh. Plus John the Baptiste. Who is John, John the Baptist? Baptiste from Colbert's show? The <laughs> John guy the plays Baptist. Melodica? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, anyway, W's rocking on this record. Just absolutely thrashing the fuck out. You watch the music video where he's just playing piano alone in a desert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trying to find his place in the world. Very what better spacey. place to do that than mm-hmm. the desert alone on a piano? Not yeah. Kevin Spacey, like out in space. Yeah, no, I understood, despite your <laughs> recent crush. Wait, did you have a crush on Kevin Spacey? No. Okay, I'm thinking of someone else. Lord. My bad. <laughs> Kevin, also, don't be spilling uh, flammable secrets like that. I know. Wait, that should I name who did don't have a crush names. on Kevin Spacey? Yeah. Uh, it was ben my friend JC, actually. <laughs> Maybe it's because of JC. It's okay to have a crush on Kevin Spacey because mm-hmm. it's obviously outdated. Mm. Yeah. You know, it'd obviously. be like saying I had a crush on Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> Listen, it was like before. That. Dozens all right? of people. <laughs> <laughs> before we knew. <laughs> Tens of people. You know, that's something that women go through that men don't have to. That's one of the things. Adjusting that w- a crush. Yeah, because <laughs> men don't generally have crushes on people that are uh, problematic. Found out to go be to sexual prison. predators. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In that. Yeah, just another way. burden we have to carry. Yeah, man. That's another one. Having to switch up a crush. Okay, one of the lyrics is if there are millions. Chris Pratt. If there are millions down on their knees among the many, can you still hear me? Hear me asking, where do I belong? Is there a vision that I can call my own? Show me. Oh, this is where I was going with that. Is I think that, you know, this is the pressure to like have a biblical adventure, to have an adventure worthy of writing about. 
yeah, you know, in the Bible that God would be proud of. Because it's like I've 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 read stories in the Book of Judges. I've read mm-hmm. the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But what about the Book of Michael? Yeah, What's and I, I think especially for men too, it's like I need to be an example that like God would point to. He's like this guy killed it. Fucking rule. I'd be an example of what not to do. <laughs> See this guy? We do need those as well. I want to be God touching it. It's someone that biffed it so hard. God also wrote about him. God's before picture (laughs) of grace and salvation. That's a goal. I'll Mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I kind of want to get to the covers because there's a lot of juicy ones for this song. Cover Me is a segment where we just go to YouTube, see who's covered this song. What's going on? I will say, weirdly, one of the first results that came up when looking for covers for this song uh, which is unfortunate, is uh, not a cover of this song, but a performance that Michael W. Smith did of his song Friends at the funeral of George H.W. Bush. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> so, he loves the Bushes. He He's like loves friends with them, isn't the Bush. he? Wait, really? Yeah. And he did, he did participate in like protest concerts last year during like the COVID lockdowns, like let us worship stuff. Not necessarily the Sean Fuck stuff from Bethel, but like in Washington, D.C., where it's like, we're here protesting the draconian, blah, blah, blah. So he's high-key, low-key MAGA, I think, and very conservative. Although not explicitly, yeah, I love Donald Trump. I wrote a little song about him. I don't know what that song would be, but... Mm -hmm. It's a Christian nation. (laughs) He doesn't... (laughs) Yeah, that sort of thing. There's a gospel singer named Donnie McClurkin, who I don't even know what the context of this is, but there's some stage set up. This must be from the mid-2000s in which Donnie McClurkin is trying to and struggling to sing this song with Michael on stage with him, old Smitty himself. For reasons yeah. Yeah. long roaming through the night to find my place in this world. He's doing okay. My place in this world. Now, 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 let me stop the reason why I love this song is because that was my Because I ran out of lyrics that yeah. I remember <laughs> Now let sure. me stop. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm stopping no the song. When I didn't believe that anyone or anything could ever love me. Anything could ever love me. That was your first mistake. Not a lizard. TV didn't love me. I had a get-go. This thing hated my guts. No thing could love me. I wanted to die. <laughs> All my dogs shot themselves. Oh, Whoa! No. <laughs> they walked into traffic. Oh, I love when my okay, look had at this. Hair going on. Is there a vision? They're like, I can call my own. <laughs> Hear me asking. Oh, no, no, I messed up. I messed oh, up. Oh, sorry. I messed uh, up. And it's just a lot of stuff. Oh, start oh, with this, this is like, painful. Okay. <laughs> it's it's like a bad unrehearsed comedy routine. Yeah. Uh. Debbie's trying to be there for him. Who is this guy? Sure. The guy singing with him? Donnie McClurkin. He's a gospel singer. And he's very good, obviously. Um, He gets it later. There we go. But it's funny. It's like, I listened to the song over and over again. (laughs) It was like... Yeah, no. So, actually, you know, I, this song reminds the, uh, me. The stories are more important than songs. Trust <laughs> me, I know the words. I just want to talk about something else right now. This song also could just be thrown into Toy Story and fit right in. Looking no? for a reason. Yeah. Roaming through the night to find my place in this world. Place. Nope. Yeah, that could work. Maybe. It doesn't feel Randy like Randy Newman's Newman style. It? It's not Americana yeah, enough, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
Doesn't this sound like Siri singing at you? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck is this? It's a gentleman named Caleb Grimm. It's like it sounds. It sounds a little bit like Emma Watson and Beauty and the Beast, where it's like this is a digital machine. Yes. Good for him, though. He's got a nice voice. Good for him. He's very good looking. I'm sure that covers four, as we stated before. He has before. a very nice blonde wife. A multitude of sins. <laughs> okay, now this sounds a little harsh. This is um, a video from 2009. Michael W. Smith has joined a trio on stage to sing this song. Wow. This is at a, a Nashville concert, January 4th, 2009. Who is the trio? Destiny's Child. I want y'all to try to guess the trio. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Just by listening. Dixie Chicks. (laughs) Would I know this, Kevin? Yeah. Is that Debbie? George W. Bush. (laughs) He could sing. No, it's, it's switched to the trio now. This is a trio that is still touring. The Dixie Chicks. No. There's a trio. It's a male voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it's not the Chixie Dicks. <laughs> they're still touring, so they're old. It is the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Jonas! Whoa, the Jonas Brothers. Oh okay, my you know God. what? Right, I got something to Jonas. say. I have something to say. You okay. know what this reminds me of? <laughs> yeah. What's that? So. I can't believe In high things. school, in high school, there were a lot of. <laughs> There was this one church in particular. Uh huh. It was called Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel. Oh yeah. Oh you yeah. You know it? I went to a Calvary Chapel school. I felt so. I felt like such a freaking outcast, like oh, unwelcome, no. because this chapel was full of all the <laughs> hot blonde tan yeah. surfer guys and girls mm. who it was like fifty of them. They were all like good friends. <laughs> a lot of them were related, like cousins and stuff, and they would all like do fun things and hang out on the weekends. And I was like, and they would go to church together. And I always felt like, man, I want to hang out with you guys too, but I can never be what you want me to be. (laughs) Ben was looking for his place in their world. (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. I can promise you it was probably not that awesome. Yeah, it was fine. (laughs) It looked so fun from the outside. They all looked so happy and they had such hot girlfriends and stuff. Yeah. Because they were all hot. Everybody was hot. They were hot. Well, that's also a beach city, I think. Yeah. But that was the draw of the church we used to go to, too, Mm -hmm. especially when I first got to That everybody was hot. But it was just like everyone was just young, too. That was part of it. Well, and literally at the time, at least some of them, the Jonases were attending. That's right. I remember going to a service and then after going to Chipotle for lunch. And walking by them. And they also went to Chipotle after church. That's crazy. Were they famous the yet? Same, yeah, this they is 2010. They were already Whoa. very famous. Mm-hmm. I never they saw went them to... at church. That was, I felt. Was it... What church was this? Oh, you, guys, you saw Ariel Vandenberg one time and asked her, <laughs> said she was amazing. <laughs> oh, I forgot said. that she's religious. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Was. yeah. Was? At least at the time. I don't know. I don't know. Do I you was know her? Oh, you must, because of Einstein. I met her a couple times. Yeah. She would... She actually was one of the first people to like call me out on the street, and it was very sweet. Oh, oh that's, that's nice. nice. I was, call you like, out for being a poser? <laughs> no, just uh, yeah, for, for <laughs> being said, a Jew. Put your dick back, you pants. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks for holding me accountable. She wow. was cool though. Um, yeah, she's a nice person. Seems so. Till further notice. Uh, what was your interaction oh, like hedging. with her? You were like, it was nice. It was um, nice. Yeah. Well, I 
I had the great cover of being like the person working the welcome tent. So I had a reason the, to go the talk church, to them. Yeah. There's a welcome tent at this dang church? Oh, yeah. And you're we had iPads. It, we were signing it up for community groups left and right. Oh, that's nice. That was my whole job. I was getting your name in the system. That's right. Um, or just telling you like where the bathrooms were. <laughs> but I did go talk to her. And she was there with Matt, who I think is her husband now. Uh, and they were super nice. And I was just like, hey, you guys are great. I know you. Like, is there anything I can do? Of course, no. <laughs> like, there anything they need I can help do? for me at all? Um, but they, you know, very smiley and, and you know, open faced. Sweet. Sure. Open faced. Yes. What are these people a sandwich? A sandwich? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> these people yeah. a fucking sandwich. That's the best compliment I could get. Uh, I love sandwiches. I've saved the best for last. This is from a TBN special called 25 Years of Friends, celebrating the music of Michael W. Smith. Yes. Wow. And this is a cover of the song by a gentleman from a band you're familiar with, Ben. Okay. Uh, hey. Here he comes out on stage. How you guys doing tonight? Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, it's Bruce Springsteen. Wow. Wow. What? Michael W. Smith is on stage watching. Oh, that's not. This, this is Brian Luttrell from Backstreet Boys. <laughs> he does not sound good. <laughs> this is the Britney you're looking for. It's all Britney. Was it was the, all Britney. Was he lead on Backstreet Boys songs? No. no. Surely not, right? That was um Carter. <laughs> Listen. Looking for reason. He's really Oh boy. This was all to celebrate Michael W. Smith? <laughs> yeah, I got to him and he's just stone-faced. Was like, this how a dare roast? this happen? <laughs> this was 35 years this guy's been making music? It's supposed to be funny. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh. I never knew this man existed. Big deal. Michael W. Yeah, Smith? Yeah, hold in the power of God. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, brother. dude. Sadly, that man has died of COVID. Really? Uh, no, I don't know. Oh, wow, I'm assuming. I but it does cut. Wait, I want to see when it cuts to Michael Dirt Smith again. Sing with me! Sing with me! Sing with me! <laughs> Sweetie, you're barely singing. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> He's got to be so sick of this song. Yeah, right? There's so many Especially videos. Especially when he doesn't him. get to sing it. Mm hmm. So, to watch someone perform your biggest songs, I think, would be. Sure. That's hell. You got to wait till you're dead. <laughs> Yeah. There was also a Susan Boyle moment. I <laughs> I came across this guy. It's called Craig Tube. Craig Tube, and here's the guy. Then, All right. All right. And he's wearing a T-shirt that says Craig Tube on it. His branding. His branding. The brand is strong with this man. The wind is moving. What? I'm right. Still. He has a good voice. A life of pages. You don't think so? I think he's a good tunes. voice. I think he's got a good voice. <laughs> a heart that's Let's hear him hit the chorus. Yeah. A head that's full of wait, wait, start it over. Start it over. The whole fast. thing? Yes, yes, start it no, over. Okay. Don't start no, over. No, no, wait, 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 wait. wait so just wait. Okay. All right, guys. Coming up. <laughs> coming up on KJCC, the, the Jesus Christ channel. We got. Say his brand name. Craig Tube is coming up. <laughs> and be sure to tune in at 5 o'clock for tickets to. Michael W. Smith. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that DJ 
DJ drunk? <laughs> uh, yes, I'm sorry. DJ Ben C will not be joining you for the rest of the hour. I swear to God, you better not kick me out of the studio. <laughs> Someone lock the door. <laughs> okay, let's see him hit the interval. I'm. This is a little famous. That's nice. I like that. Wow, he's good. I think he's good too. He's good. How many how many views does that have? Forty two thousand. Let's good give him, him a few more. Dang. You know what I do whenever I watch one of these covers now? I just leave a comment that says, Nice exclamation point. <laughs> and that's my little good <laughs> That's it. Today. Good job. Uh, you're Kevin. not gonna write more than that? <laughs> yeah. No, short and sweet. Yeah, that's true. That's not something to tell people about. Clearly you are very passionate about this more. great cover. <laughs> so if you look at most um covers of of the song Shallow from Stars Born on saxophone, you'll see a little comment from Kate T P that just says, Nice. <laughs> you write more for Michelle Pfeiffer every week. I do. Than well, you that's, do for that's these people that different. it would mean something to it's them. It's a little bit different. And you write nice. <laughs> KTP. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else to say about this song before we send it to heaven? I just want to say praise him. Praise. Yeah. Thank you for saying that, Ben. I'm sorry to make fun of things like that, but I just love it. <laughs> Why? I love things like praise him and he is risen. Mm-hmm. Just all the third person stuff because it just sounds so serious to me. And I anything that's serious, I automatically am like, come on. <laughs> well, the yeah. best is like praise him and he is risen. He's risen indeed. These are sort of, um, I don't know what you would call them, but like, aphor- well, they're aphorisms and mantras. A bit, they, but they've been around for like, at this point, decades or generations now. Yeah. But my favorite is like trying to incorporate new internet, especially like vernacular, especially it's usually A-A-V-E where it's like you see pastors now saying like, it's the resurrection for me or something like that. Oh God my is giving God. me All grace. the feels. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Stuff like that. Or the, did I send you the TikTok where the guy had um, the game Among Us. Among oh, Us yeah. is a game. God, Christ <laughs> came to among be Among Us. us. <laughs> oh, wow. He was doing something there. That's the best. I can think of a Halo. Only one Halo for me. <laughs> not Halo 2, not Halo 3, <laughs> not Halo 4, none of the extension packs. No, sir. Ben, be no, careful. Sir. You will have a congregation of 2,000 yeah, at your door tomorrow. Oh, man. You carry I'd on with such... that cadence. Oh, that confidence. Be... I would be such a good people will start I know praise guy, would. whatever they're yeah. called, pastor. Yeah. And your niche is just video games as metaphors for salvation <laughs> yeah. and the Christian life. Grand Theft Auto, no. The GTA I want ain't GTA at all. It's G-O-D. You have TV church and you get video game church. That's right. Okay, Ooh. TV Sorry, church, I, video game. I screamed just now. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, it's I'm very surprised Dexter didn't bark at you. Yeah, it's me okay. too. He's he looking at me to. wide-eyed though. Like, you talking about You'd God You'd love to get a piece of that. Our heart without God's grace is like Luigi's mansion <laughs> full of ghosts <laughs> and demons. <laughs> and when you get to heaven, if you do not believe in God, you're going to be met with a little toadstool. He's going to say sorry. God is in another castle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you got to try again. You got to try again. Do it the right way. Accept him into your heart. Praise him. Oh, my him. God. Praise him indeed. Okay. Well, the way this works, Ben, is we're going to give this thing a holy toast or holy roast. Holy toast is the thumbs up. That's when we send this song to heaven. Holy roast is when we send it to the other place, which is... 
<laughs> or we can send it to uh, Welcome to the Good Purger, home of the Good Purger. Jew Purgatory. <laughs> Purgatory. The space between. Ah. And we'll start with Caroline. Oh, toast for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love. I love. It's the toast so- for me. <laughs> it's the toast for me. I love soaring on this song. This song makes me want to get in a hot air balloon. Oh sure. Uh, you know, with a bottle of wine and my husband, and think about our goals. I hope mm-hmm. <laughs> neither of you are piloting that thing. We're not. We're you just rolling loose. <laughs> no pilot. <laughs> just uh, going higher and higher and higher. You don't need a pilot. You I need the the most important pilot. We've got, right. we've, got we've got God in our oh, driver's seat. So. Yeah, well, he, yeah. <laughs> the geese. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a great song. I, I like this song. I'm glad we got to talk about it today too. Nice. Well, yes. Ben, what do you think? I'm going to give it a toast also. Okay. I found it uh, to be unoffensive. Inoffensive? De-offensive. De-offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, catchy. I like the tone of his voice. Yeah. He uh, He's very talented, and I hope he realizes that he did find his place in the world, and that was Aww. to praise him. Wow. Yeah, truly. And I- to bring, and really, un, un, you know, not ironically or, or making fun, I think that uh, yeah, he's got a very special talent. Clearly, he was meant to share it with the with the Christian community at large. You, know, <laughs> you just sound like Anthony Trolling. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little bit. Hey, he's a, I can't do Trolling. He's a nice guy. <laughs> you sound Shit. like a little mouse. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's right. what I was doing. Anthony Trolling is a sweet little mouse who became a boy by yeah. a wish. Oh, yeah. We all know that, is, right? I was yeah. wishing to be he a boy. on like an arcade game. <laughs> Aww. He would be on an arcade game? That he wished on an arcade oh, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Like, wanna, <laughs> wait till the mouse is playing an arcade It's like game. big, but instead of Zoltar, he wished on like rollerball. So this mouse has like, sex with an adult woman? Yeah. Oh. And it's Ratatouille. That's not that much weirder than what happens you're right, at Big. You're right. <laughs> they yeah, have sex? Like Ratatouille. Yeah. Uh, the little they kid have could, sex, yes, they do they? They kiss. A thousand percent. They, have, they oh, make I love in that, that movie. I blocked that out of my mind. So at, the end, so at the end, when Elizabeth Perkins is watching him walk away from the car, and then he turns around. I don't know if y'all remember yeah, Big, but he turns around, and then his clothes are really big on him because oh, he turns into a God. little boy, and a look of shock comes across her face because she's like, I've I committed a crime. Guy. Ew, ew, ew. Oh. There was a lot of movies in the 80s like the that 80s that were, were messed different. up. <laughs> but now in the 2000s, all of our movies have good sexual politics. Yeah. Uh, thankfully. I, I give agree. it a holy toast too. You like good. it? Come on. Good. Now it's going straight to heaven. Yeah. I loved every cover I found of it, even the ones I didn't deign to play on the show. I like that he it has a little bit of Broadway in him. I like that he's going to do an I Want song, and I believe in his songwriting chops, despite them used for the power of evil now in the form of the Republican Party and him campaigning for mm. people that are making the uh, world a worse place. And the place. Bush crime family. And the, and the Romney crime family. <laughs> I wonder if he campaigned for Mitt Romney. Like, hey, even though he's part of the LDS church, a friend's a friend forever. I, know, I wonder if he like drew a line there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. Mm. Uh, but you can vote for it yourself. Go to at Christian Fun Pod. Give it a roast or a toast yourself. Get out there and Pokemon go to the polls. Guess <laughs> <laughs> <Just> what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> Play it again. Play it again. <laughs> Pokemon go to the polls. Guess <laughs> what? Oh, you noticed. Oh, did that. Great. That's awesome. Oh, the economy. Yes, the economy. I kind of want to put in there the um, 
when she was on the Breakfast Club, and they're like, "What do you have in your bag?" And she goes, "Oh, hot, hot sauce, sauce, hot sauce." <laughs> Didn't she really though? She she a thousand percent did, and I think Charlemagne or whoever said, "This is gonna sound like you're bl- uh, pandering to black people," and she said, "Well, is, is it, it working?" She literally said that. Which is kind of funny to say. And that's why she won. If you're being real, like, if yeah. I were in that position, I'd make a joke and be like, yeah. it's shit, well, is it working? It's like the only authentic <laughs> thing I've ever heard her say. It's pretty authentic. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, and then when she had Sarah Cooper on her podcast, You and Me Both, and she said, Sarah, your humor has gotten me through some tough days during the pandemic. Oh boy. She loves Sarah Cooper. What so. humor? It's just making lip syncing. Uh, it's making lip syncing. Well, Hillary syncing. connected with it. I don't know who I'm going to believe. Sarah I, get, I found her Hillary. videos, I found her videos enjoyable. I enjoyed them. They made me funny. They made laugh me. I keep wanting to do a, a, a video <laughs> of me lip syncing to like when Sarah Cooper was the guest host of Jimmy Kimmel Live. Her monologue... I won't comment on it here, but just go watch on YouTube if you want to see it and do a video of me lip syncing to her monologue. Good idea. It might be fun. Or it might be misogynist. I don't know. No. It's up for the internet to decide. Uh, but Ben, we're dimming the lights in here and we're lighting all the candles. Oh, wow. Uh, Look at all these candles. We're taking it to a more worshipful space and we're not here to promote ourselves or to plug our projects. We're just... Here to lift them up to the Lord, and we're going to start with that, as per usual, with Caroline. You have a look of terror on your face right now. <laughs> well, I'm missing my uh, my Husband? appendage, my phone, that <gasps> oh, has my no. list of lift-ups, so I don't even know what it was going to lift up. Well, what's your email account? I'll get into your iCloud here. <laughs> um, I did watch Jackie Brown last night, and I really enjoyed really? that. Really? What yeah, inspired first that? first time. Well, I was really trying to find an Elizabeth Taylor movie, but they don't have any of those on HBO Max. So, Jackie Brown. <laughs> so, I was just browsing around, and then I was like, yeah, I've been meaning to watch this. Wow. I'd never seen it before. Did you like it? I loved it. Really? I loved oh, it. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, my God. It was so good. I've never seen it. Uh, I recommend it. I've, I I don't know why it's like an underrated Tarantino. It's such a Tarantino movie, mm. number one. It's like right in that whole pocket. Pam Greer is like the hottest person. I, th- I mean, talk about hot. Oh yeah, Max Boys. Cherry. I'm a bail bandsman. Max Cherry. Oh, yeah, come sweet on. R.I.P. Robert Forrest. Yeah. Um, I'll lift that up, and you can lift me up at Caroline's Farts. Everywhere. Right there. I will turn to Ben. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Buncon. C A H N. It's a little play on his name. B U N C A H N. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Bencon, and. Uh, forthcoming my podcast The Trillionaire Mindset which will be live sometime in the next few weeks Mm -hmm. hopefully and this is a podcast where it makes finance advice accessible not advice pro trillionaire podcast you'll become a trillionaire overnight if if you you listen listen to this podcast podcast. yeah Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I was gonna say, yeah, we'll help you get a trillion pennies, but even then, a trillion <laughs> pennies is like a lot. billions of dollars. <laughs> How much is a trillion? We're doing a podcast about, um, you know, current events in the finance world. Oh, yeah. Because more and more people are starting to wake up and realize that it can't be ignored and it is important, and there are uh, implications that are far and wide reaching mm. that stem from and react to. All things in that world. Sorry, I had a little. You okay? <laughs> that was God entering my soul. Yes. Oh my gosh. So it should be fun. I'm gonna okay. listen to that. I need help. It's gonna be great. You do need help. We all need help. 
No, I didn't mean that pointedly. I don't know what's happening with my AFC stock <laughs> yeah. today. I just so put a hundred thousand so dollars in it every let day. Me, let me check my bank account. Okay, my bank account is the color yellow right now. Okay. <laughs> Yellow's good. Yeah. Yellow's extra good because it's mean, the color of gold. Slow down. Don't spend too much money. <laughs> no, you're good with your money. Thank you. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter. As far as I know. Everywhere. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll plug a show on Discovery Plus, which I think means it's on the Food Network. Wow. <laughs> called Clash of the Cones. You got another streaming service? Oh, shit. I shouldn't have deck? told you that. No. I'm canceling it next month. Uh- only if I'm paying, and I, I'm, I'm, I haven't, I haven't increased my subscription to the Kevin Porter program, so that's fair. You're allowed that's to have like new one more dollar platforms, yeah. If you don't, yeah. yeah Discovery, Pla- it's a show called Clash of the Cunts. It's basically Great British Bake Off, but for ice cream. Oh, that sounds nice. Yes. It's you're re- creaming that, that sounds show big nice. time. I'm going a little cream crazy right now. You're cream crazy. I'm, I've. Entered into my cream phase. Ooh, right now. I can't wait to try that ice cream. <laughs> You're literally oh, yeah. going to right after Ooh. we turn off the mic, sir. I know. So, did quite- your system handle dairy like no problem? Well, I don't eat all of it. Not me. I'm going to be powering yeah. my car with toots on the way home, <laughs> sweetheart. We run on methane in I'm this gonna be, house. Yeah, I'm going to be put- putting down the freeway. <laughs> What's better than ethanol? Dairy toots. <laughs> uh, creamy. <laughs> Yeah. Clash of the Cones. It's just like a nice, fun reality Excellent. show. And if you're in a creamy, solar sort of mood, you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. You can go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for more good Christian fun and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We donate a dollar for ch- to charity for each review you'd leave. This month's charity is the Rainforest Trust. Ben Con. Thanks what? for joining us, oh, buddy. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you for having me. You're not me. in trouble. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Did I say it like Ben? No, no. I was <laughs> Thank you. Um, there's nothing left to say except for an all of Pod's people said. I love you. I love you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I think we should start saying that. Yeah, do you want to add that? Yeah. yeah okay, we'll uh, add that. No, it's okay. I, I love, love you. you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and let's... Uh, Go out with uh, Michael W. Smith lowering George H.W. Bush into his grave to the song Friends. Because to be clear, he was friends Maybe with this president. Maybe he was happy he was dead, and that's why he was singing this. Does he look happy? He's thinking of all the he fun memories he has. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Just sort of his face. Though. Welcome to the resistance, Michael W. Smith. He's one of us. All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. 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 Cause our hearts in big and small ways will keep the love that keeps us strong.